Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Myself, Andrew, with Lewis Freshly Haircut Brackpool. That is correct. How wow. are you? I am doing, it's been an entire, I think, three days since we've Wait. last done a, a live stream together. Um, we've got so much to get to here. Rebelnews.com slash live streams is where you get the daily feed because we're on Rumble, Super U, Odyssey, YouTube, Getter, and Odyssey, Rumble, Super U, YouTube. Getter, YouTube. Maybe I forgot that yeah. one. Who knows? And if you want to chat with us, you can go to Rumble, Rumble Odyssey, or Super U. They have the paid chat functions. Of course, YouTube hates us, so we can't do it on there. We're demonetized. However, Rumble Rant, you can pay to ask us a question, comment, link, hate mail, love mail, anything you want. Yeah. I'm amped up today, Bully Lewis. Andrew. Bully me specifically is what most people want to do. It's what I deserve. It's what people who seem to like me seem to relate to me through. So we will read your comments on air if you pay through a Rumble rant, an Odyssey hyper chat, or a Super U shout. You can do so on all three of those websites. We've got so much to get to here, young Lewis Brackpool. There's the graphic. Help support us by sending us to rant, hyper chat, or shout. Specifically, help my ego is what we're going to be hoping <laughs> you do today with my wild hair. You know, Lewis, when I got a haircut, it seemed like the guy had never cut that type of hair before. <laughs> um, he was very confused. I had to keep telling him to trim certain parts. So it's kind of flying up at the back. Anytime I don't have it under control or I put my head against something, it gets out of control. Mate, get yourself a nice little skim fade like this. Scalp on the side, yeah, and then blend it all in up there. Get yourself one of them just for a laugh because people keep saying that we look like each other. I'll get myself some of your glasses. I think I've got some like pair somewhere. But, um, yeah, do the same haircut for a laugh. And we'll uh, smash it, mate. I'm not sure I agree with the political ideals and ideologies that come with a haircut like that, Lewis. So I'm not sure I can do that for you. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah no, right. it's just been too soon since I got a haircut. I can't spend another 50 quid on that, love. Um, we've, got, we've got so much to get to. Unfortunately, it's a lot about Ukraine. I think at this point, Lewis, if you're still all in with Ukraine, then something's probably wrong with you. You haven't been watching anything but CBC or BBC News. And we've got tons <laughs> to get to. And the first off the top, we've got Trudeau and Zelensky playing with a dog. If we want to bring this up first, Olivia. Shout out producer Olivia. Um, meet Patron, or patron, depending on which part of the world world you come from. He's already helped uh, Ukraine forces detect more than 200 explosives. I don't believe it, Lewis Brackpool, and here's why. Um, drug sniffing dogs in airports and stu stuff, very low percentage. It's pretty much an excuse to search people. Um, there's an Australian study that said, like, I, I believe the number was 26% was the accuracy rate of sniffing people. Um, and then there's been times in places like Nevada where people purposely train the dog to give off false alarms to bark at things so that they can search people. They've been indicted for that on RICO charges, nonetheless. But I don't believe it. I don't believe the dog has, a, has the distinct ability to sniff bomb materials or else people would use them way more often. The way they used them in World War II and uh, subsequent wars was literally to go out into the minefield and you would hope that the dog wouldn't get hurt. But of course, it's better than a human. They also did this with dolphins as well for, uh, for water mines as well. 
uh, in World War II. So I don't believe that this, I believe it's a Jack Russell Terrier that they're praising. I don't believe that he has identified 200 bombs. I think if any country was more advanced in dog sniffing bombs, it wouldn't be Ukraine. Then um, they wouldn't have just deployed this dog in Ukraine. There would have been a story in the United States two years ago about a dog that sniffed a thousand uh, IEDs in Iraq or Afghanistan. So I just am not believing the propaganda, Lewis. We're above the narrative here at Rebel News. And when Justin Trudeau and uh, Zelensky get together and they say, hey, here's this dog, or here's uh, this chef that <laughs> killed 13 people, played by Steven Seagal or something, defending his restaurant, I'm going to tend not to believe it because. You know, everything that comes out of there and out of Justin Trudeau needs to be taken with the largest grain of salt of all time, I think. Well, um, here's the thing, Andrew. I think that you're just uh, spreading disinformation and uh, just a bigot, really. Uh, how dare you uh, go against <laughs> uh, a dog like that? This poor little innocent dog. It doesn't know it's there. It doesn't know what it's doing. So, you know, well, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of you, mate. I'm properly as, ashamed as you should be if you something. if you believe us or if you believe them and you want to prove me wrong you're more than welcome to send us a chat about that or blow up the chat about that um trudeau as you know he's in ukraine where it's safe so he's not wearing a mask unlike here where he will wear a mask um great place to take your children a war zone of course um and he's doing all the he's going through all the motions of all the western leaders of why their spending and inflation is out of control, and he's blaming it on Russia, of course. Of course, Russia's dollar, their rub ruble, has gone up. Ruble, yeah. Has gone up since the war started, unlike ours. Ours has gone down even compared to Americans in the last month. And he's blaming... Um, he, he's blaming the pandemic and war in Ukraine for rising inflation, grocery and gas prices, of course, which of course is completely untrue. We've seen um, inflation start before this war. We've seen um, the supply chain weaken before this war. Um, there's problems with China, of course, and problem with the docks uh, just sitting outside there. China's doing it on purpose in their country as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's the, it's the same excuse they're using across the board. And why are they doing that? Because they're just burning through money. They're just burning through money. Trudeau has given another, what's the number here? Um, he gave 1.6 billion to the UN in 2021. The UK, uh, the US is giving another 40 billion, which we'll get to in a second. And we can go to our next story from Rebel News, which is the UK pledging 1.3 billion to Ukraine in foreign yep. aid. And we know what foreign aid means, Lewis. It means weapons to kill people. Basically, yeah. Uh, I wrote this article. Um, UK pledges 1.3 billion to Ukraine in foreign aid. Whilst the UK taxpayer is hit with the rising costs, Boris Johnson pledges a further 1.3 billion in aid, including 300 million pounds in military equipment that has already been agreed upon with Boris and the Treasury. I believe as well, if we scroll down, uh, the military equipment includes... Uh, and anti-battery radar systems, which, is a, which are designed to target Russian uh, artillery, uh, global positioning system, uh, or jamming equipment, uh, so GPS, uh, and night vision devices as well. Um, so we're to bear the brunt of all these rising costs, um, whether it be the cost of living standards, is, or the living standards in general is the worst it's ever been in the UK since the 1950s. We have food issues. More people are using food banks than ever before. Uh, the welfare is starting to become even more strained than it, than it already is. Um, 
mass migration is is back in the trending or the trends again uh so we're just letting that continuously happen whilst we're just basically spunking this money up up the wall uh giving it over to ukraine um very well known for handling money very well <laughs> in the past well you know so, hunter biden yeah. might need a, a couple bucks oh, to go yeah. to the strip club or something <laughs> and a new laptop that's true <laughs> he needs a couple new hard drives a new laptop all that great stuff we've got um more ukraine stuff it just never ends we've got a video um this is something you brought to my attention i believe um there was a video on sky news an interview actually on sky news with i yes. believe the russian representative at the un if i'm not mistaken mm. yes that's correct he uh yeah it was to do with um the subject was memorial day for uh for the russians I believe and um the sky news anchor basically said yeah the russian soldiers are mirroring fascism um and i think we should play the clip because it's so awkward yeah let's go ahead and play that olivia it's uh I applaud them for having the Russian diplomat on, but it didn't go exactly as they planned. And, you know, it's just so when you set somebody up like Ukraine in this instance and Zelensky up to be, you know, Jesus, it's going to be so easy to knock them down the way people, you know, when they harped on Trump so much and lied about him, it's easy for people who don't even agree with them to defend them. So the same thing's happening here when you call Russia the most evil person in the world and they're not good, of course. They're invading somebody or or at least a firebombing them. And, and you're propping up Ukraine. It's going to be very easy to point out flaws in Ukraine when you've, you know, basically treated them as if they're Switzerland or something. Let's go ahead and play that. The British Defence Secretary's statement today, Ben Wallace, uh, who talking about Victory Day, more or less said that uh, today's Russian forces are dishonouring their grandfathers who fought the Nazis. Uh, and he said, and I quote in there, that uh, what's, what Russian forces are doing now in Ukraine is mirroring fascism. Well, it's entirely uh, to, uh, up to his conscience to say such uh, blasphemous, th blasphemous things. I can only uh, reply by saying that uh, it's absolutely disastrous and shameless uh, what uh, UK is doing right now, forgetting everything what we were fighting about. And I will only give you one one example. I will show you what what, what appeared uh, today at the official page of uh -oh. President Zelensky. <laughs> Here you can uh -oh. see it in Instagram, and th this is a emblem. He, you see it right, right now. I'm really surprised they didn't cut away. I will. I will make it bigger. Yeah. They're like they probably. <laughs> so that's the emblem. Do you know what it is? in the new studio. It's uh, It's an it's an emblem of if a German division, uh, SS division in the Second World War. So he published on this on the Victory Day uh, an emblem of fighter of uh, right sector okay. with this emblem, saying that this is a symbol. No, no, don't interrupt me, sir, please. This is a symbol of uh, fight against uh, Nazism. Don't interrupt me. This was deleted uh, after half an hour, but of course we have a copy of this. And do you know that this Tottenkop division was responsible for murder of 100 uh, Britons uh, in France uh, uh, in, uh, at the beginning of the Second World War? Right. So it means that uh, UK now is covering Ukrainian authorities, which display uh, Nazi symbols uh, right. during the Victory Day. 
And these uh, Nazi symbols were used by the same regiments that killed British people. Uh, okay. Isn't that a little bit strange? I, I, I'm, out, I'm only interrupting you because you've had, you, you, you've had your say. And we, you. We've run out of time, Mr. Po Polyansky. Thank of you course. very much indeed. We've run out of time, Mr. Polyansky. And uh, should just... It's, 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 oh, oh, we missed it. He was, uh, he was really trying to get his composure back and he started <laughs> slapping his, uh, his fake notes. Um, this is what happens when you start calling each side Nazis. Um, it's unbelievably ridiculous. If you do not think that there is propaganda on both sides, then I'm sorry to tell you, you're, you're siding for, for one um, and not seeing the wide context. I mean, this isn't the first time this has all come out. Me and, me and you, Andrew, we've been speaking about this for, for months. We've obviously spoken about BBC's spread of um, the Azov Battalion, as everyone should be made aware of now. Um, and even things as people posting online and even the the new york protest or the demonstration supporting ukraine um and just you know normies walking around with the azov battalion <laughs> symbol uh, because they don't know and even you can go on amazon and purchase a shirt even amazon is uh, is advocating for this so yeah what is there more to say that the evidence speaks for itself the truth unveils and um yeah, I'm not on either side. I mean, they, they both call each other Nazis. And, yeah, this is just, you know, it's one blunder after another. Why can't they just admit that there is um, a huge Nazi operation uh, going on in Ukraine? And and I, I believe there is some in Russia, too. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a game of who has the worst Nazis <laughs> and who has Nazis. Um, well, so it's just unreal. They've been trained by Canadian forces, of course. They bragged about that. Um, it was John McCain and somebody else who went there years ago, uh, Lindsey Graham, and said, we support you guys. Um, when Zelensky came in, they yes. said, okay, you guys are bad, but uh, you're, you fight on the front lines, you fight against Chechens, you fight against anybody, so we're going to keep you. You're in the National Guard. And really, as you see that clip, Lewis, and the Chiron says U.S. Press Secretary talks about fairy tales from the Russian government, it's really a battle of propaganda that we're dealing with from it different is. defense departments. Whether it's Canada going over there and saying, oh my goodness, isn't this the worst thing ever? Jason Kenney having a Ukraine flag in his profile still after all this, whereas most of the conservatives have qu kind of quieted down on it. Or you have Biden and Pelosi sending the money, and we'll get to Pelosi in a second. Or the UK saying, you know, we're sending them 1.3 billion, everything they're saying is a lie. And then Russia coming back with, with this sort of stuff. It's really like, I almost see Russia as like the internet here and, and the Western defense uh, teams acting like the boomers, you know, how like they think they, they've got every, like Hillary Clinton thought everything was figured out. She thought she was going to win and then she gets destroyed by the internet and then loses an election. All Russia has to do is say, hey, here's an obvious lie that you guys are spreading. And he's even, Zelensky's even mm -hmm. posting these fascist symbols in his own Instagram posts. That's all they have to point to. And they make, uh, you know, Sky News or whomever else the British government look ridiculous for promoting something that was actually celebrating their own, you know, death. And to, and furthermore, to say that these people are, you know, wouldn't they be wouldn't they be ashamed of how their grandfathers fought the Nazis? As if the communists were some sort of good group too. Well, it's like, oh, in this mm. historical reference, we're on the side of the communists because they fought the Nazis. But no, like, no, there's no good sides in this. And even in their own examples, they can't even get it right. They're, they're saying like, well, you should have been 
You should have been more like the communists who were your grandfathers who fought against the Germans. And uh, they actually waited yeah. for them to come in to attack them. So they probably don't know that much about history. But to Nancy mm -hmm. Pelosi, she's now quoting the Bible in reference to sending UK or the sorry the Ukraine forty billion dollars, um, Nancy Pelosi very <laughs> devout Christian as we all know. Very clued up. Didn't know she was into theology. Uh, yeah, Nancy um, Pelosi. <laughs> so she wants people to think that you know when a brother is in need, brother Ukraine, skip over all those African countries and the other European countries, go right to Ukraine. Sure. Sure. Uh, or maybe even the other way, skip over South Korea, North Korea conflict, skip over the Philippines, skip over everybody. Let's get to Ukraine. Those are our brothers. We've got so much in common with them. Um, $40 yeah, billion. Dollars. When they're in need, we just give them 40 billies. You know, let's play that, Olivia, please. The impact that, his, that it is having on food for the world. So when you're home thinking... What is this all about? Just think about when I was hungry, mm. you fed me in the Gospel mm, of Matthew. Yeah. How <laughs> it also is so pleased like. that Mr. Meeks, the chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee, was with us because we talked about sanctions, the impact that his... Just Book of Matthew, which she had to look down to remember because she's never picked up a Bible. <laughs> and probably not since the turn, like, since the Revolutionary War has Nancy Pelosi picked up a Bible, is my guess. Lewis, are, are people just not paying attention? Is Are people actually believing this is a wonderful thing? What do you think? Uh, I think, you know, everyone should really be supporting the current thing. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone should uh, should put, should be still having uh, Ukraine's uh, flag in their bios. Um, I think everyone should turn uh, support in their profile pictures. But, um, no, it's, I think a lot of people are starting to go, ah, hang on a minute, because <laughs> I saw a few friends um, when this all started really kicking off, um, and obviously we didn't have uh, as much knowledge um, as we did uh, that we do now, in fact. Um, a lot of them were showing the support. I got a lot of unfollows as well just to say, look, I just want to hang back. I want to just, you know, suss it out because I don't know enough about it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to just go full guns blazing into supporting a, a cause that I don't know enough about yet. Um, I think that's a pretty sensible thing uh, to do, and I think I encourage other people to do that moving forward. But, um, yeah, and I think a couple of um, people have started to remove the flags, started to remove the, the support, because they're starting to say, hang on a minute, there's too much muddiness going on between the mainstream media their message, um, and of course, calling everyone Russian disinformation or uh, a Putin apologist is now the new current thing, anti-buzzword, almost. Um, so, you know, we've seen that in the past. White supremacist uh, was a massive one. Nazi that we, we've all been hearing for years and years. Um, Anti-vax. Oh, the list goes on. So it now became the new thing to start calling people if you even questioned it. So I think, yes, a lot of people are now waking up and realizing, hang on a minute, there's probably more to this. Um, you know, take a step back, look at both sides, don't show allegiance because why? Why, like, what is that gonna gain to show allegiance? I Do think you know I mean? you're gonna we get all show people liking your tweets. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but you know, why show, why are you showing allegiance? When, um, when you need to look at the full picture, the full story, you need to look at the, the full fact of it all.
um, blindly supporting um, people without um, a proper um, in-depth analysis or or at least look at information is is quite silly. Um, and I was going to say something else, but it's it's gone from me, so I'll let you carry on. So apologies. I think when people look at the gas prices and they look at food prices and everything else, and then I would hope that when they see $40 billion to Ukraine on top of what they've already sent, and then mm. them blaming inflation on the war, well, yeah, the inflation is going to get worse if you're spending all your, this money on a war, but they're trying to position this as the most righteous thing to do. So you should suffer. And I think that's going to hurt them. It has to hurt them in the midterms. If it's not, then uh, we got a real 2,000 mule situation going on here, I think, is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, some crypto talk for our YouTube audience where it's illegal to speak freely. Trudeau, however, and we know how much uh, writer Dave likes to talk about the World Economic Forum. In fact... Maybe we can queue up that trailer from yesterday. I loved it. Our editors are so good. Lewis is garbage, but our editors are so good. No, I'm just kidding. But our editors are so good. The Mochas, the Efrons, the Mauricios, and the Lincolns and the Keans. They're all so good. It makes, like, it was such a good trailer, so I want to queue that up. But Justin Trudeau gave $3 million to the World Economic Forum in 2021. Of course, great job there. Uh, you got to print more of Klaus's books. You got to get more websites up. <laughs> you got to, you know, send somebody around the world to indoctrinate or, uh, you know, they probably have scouts like a, like a, let's go with football since you're British, Lewis. They probably have football scouts. You know how in FIFA you pay a scout $220,000 to go yep. uh, search for a forward in the Ivory Coast? The economic That's forum. It. The Economic Forum probably has that. They send out somebody to Japan to, uh, hey, do you want to join the World Economic Forum? Or, hey, Justin Trudeau's cabinet, you want to come over here? We've got Microsoft contacts. Mm -hmm. We've got MasterCard. We've got all these people. Probably got a nice buffet in Switzerland there, in Davos. Oh. And uh, I don't, like, what does $3 million really do? It's a gesture. It's not going to do it's that. Gesture, yeah. It's not going to do that much in international funding. Um, you're not going to get that much. It's going to be stretched pretty thin. So it's a gesture by Justin Trudeau to his, you know, I don't want to call him his forefather, but what's the word I'm looking for? His liege. Here you are, my liege, yes. Klaus. And he'll say, Justin, <laughs> thank you. And he's not Russian. Um, but uh, <laughs> Justin, thank you. Justin, uh, thank you for the $3 million. We will use it to destroy the world. Um, and one point, <laughs> uh, can we bring that article up? Um, and 1.6 billion to the UN in 2021. This is from True North, I believe. Let's get the author on it because we like to promote uh, Cosmin de Souza, uh, Zerdza, a nice, I believe, Hungarian name, or Cosmo as we Ooh. refer to him around these parts. So let's scroll down a bit. We'll read a couple of paragraphs and then we'll get to that trailer. Liberal government funneled more than a billion and a half taxpayer dollars into various UN bodies and millions into the World Economic <laughs> Forum. Last year, public accounts data shows. So that's so good. Um, transfer payments between 20 and 21. Public accounts of Canada, they received $2.915 uh, million dollars in taxpayer, uh, from Canadian taxpayers in the form of grants and contributions. Imagine, Ooh. like, what is it, a university? You just give them grants? <laughs> How does that make you feel as a tax-paying Canadian that some of your money has been donated to the World Economic Forum as a gesture? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like even further towards my idea of a government where you get to choose where your tax dollars go increasingly That's 
And if they're going to ask me, you get an email two weeks ahead. In one week, we will hold a tax vote. Do you want your dollars to go to the World Economic Forum? I'm going to say no. Um, Janice in uh, Labrador, <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking that place, is going to say yes. Because they voted for Trudeau on the East Coast. Um, Barry and Janet in Newfoundland are going to vote for uh, yes on that one, I think, because Trudeau is doing a great job. You know, with the deal, that's what you would hear when, when Trudeau got voted in. You know, with the pandemic, I think he's just doing the best he can, and he's just trying to take care of, of everybody, because CBC told me to. Um, and Chris, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to Christy of Freeland, because, you know, this budget between the NDP and the Liberals... Is just going off the chain, and their their platforms. We talked about it last week, Lewis. The platforms they were going with the NDP and the the Liberals in Ontario, just hilarious stuff. The NDP has added to that today. Um, but before we get to that, while we're on World Economic Forum stuff, you've got a docu series coming out. Is that true? That is correct. Um, myself, Kian, and uh, and Efron and uh, Dave from behind the scenes. We've all been uh, working on a docu-series about the World Economic Forum, um, mostly about the Great Reset. We all know uh, or have heard about this Great Reset, but we've decided to do an in-depth analysis or a docu-series, and we've um, we've structured it out like the book or Klaus Schwab's mm. book, um, COVID-19, The Great Reset, uh, where he structures it in different chapters, uh, economic reset, techno technological reset, uh, environmental reset, societal reset, and a geopolitical reset. So we're we're doing a series just focusing on the different subjects. Uh, a trailer went out um, yesterday. I'm so excited. Um, me and uh, me and King have, have been really, really hammering down the writing um, and trying to just get this out. Kian's done a fantastic job producing this and putting it together. And I've done poorly trying to read it out, uh, basically. <laughs> um, but it's going to be great. I, I can't wait. Um, this is probably the biggest project we've uh, we've worked on, or in fact, even I've worked on as well. Um, my whole time as a as a journalist and a reporter, uh, and so I'm very humbled. I'm very grateful um, um, for the support and the uh, help that I've had with Rebel News as well. Um, so I am very excited for for, for people to see this. Lewis taking time away from fish and chips in the pub to put together a great docu-series oh, here. Yes. Let's, let's let it speak for itself. Let's play it. We don't yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. Welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say, our city. Boy, the uh, conspiracy theories are coming fast and furious these days. I can't keep up. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. Uh, what we're talking about here is uh, kind of distrust of the institution. In our city, we don't pay any rent because someone else is using our free space whenever we do not need it. My living room is used for business meetings when I'm not there. It's important that we look at what's happening right in front of us. Shopping? I can't really remember what that is. For most of us, 
it has been turned into choosing things to use. Sometimes I find this fun, and sometimes I just want the algorithm to do it for me. It knows my taste better than I do by now. Control your soul's desire for freedom, it says. Any effort to succeed at delivering on the sustainable development goals. My biggest concern is all the people who do not live in our city. Those we lost on the way. Those who decided that it became too much. All this technology. Those who felt obsolete and useless when robots and AI took over parts of our jobs. I get annoyed about the fact that I have no real privacy. Nowhere I can go and not be registered. I know that somewhere everything I do, think, and dream of is recorded. We want to be a very tra transparent organization. They want to be very transparent. <laughs> At what point does it do we start asking why he doesn't appear in the sunlight, Lewis? But very good job. I'm excited for that. It looks like a great docu series, and I'm looking forward to that. And where is that going to be available? Uh, that is going to be available at exposethereset.com. So go and visit there. You can watch the trailer there uh, and help chip in as well um, because we've been working very, very hard on it. Um, it's going to be available for everyone to watch. So if you'd like to chip in and help us out, uh, exposethereset.com. Uh, that's where you need to head. And here is the website here. Um, yeah, we want to do more of these and we want to get them out. So um so anything is appreciated completely. So, yes, very excited. Very cool stuff. Now, we're going to get to, you know, these are some of the reasons why the great, this is some of the results of the Great Reset happening here. Uh, Christy Freeland has her new budget. And, you know, it must be because of Russia why the budget has to be this way. Otherwise, we wouldn't know how to spend our money if there wasn't a war to fight. But she's defending this bill. Um, and I And I guess she was reading headlines as a, as a defense for this, I'm not quite sure. Can we play this and then we'll react after, please? Because Christy Freeland, as we know, she's she loves George Soros. She was uh, did a, a biography on him. She's the most powerful woman in Canada. She um, I ha I have a video from her, I think from 2020, explaining her relationship with them. And she's the one who wanted to freeze your bank accounts and did if you donated to to trucker causes. And uh, she's really, like, it's not hard to tell with some people uh, if they're, I'm going to say, evil or not. But it's kind of easy to tell. She would, If you want more stuff, she was marching um, in a Ukraine rally with the Azov and uh, <laughs> uh, Scarf, I believe it was, look at, it was the word I was looking for. She was marching in support of that. So, And she knows, too. Her family's from there. So she knows what she's supporting. It's a, it's a great time to be alive in Canada. And um, I want to see... Christy Freeland defend this budget. Do we have that? Go ahead. You know, Mr. Speaker, my writing by webcam, uh, of course, are concerned with the cost of living and the out of control inflation. My constituents have asked me to confirm with the finance minister that she understands that printing money, borrowing, and out of control spending is the actual problem. Does the fi finance minister not realize that if she keeps printing, borrowing, and spending, whether to buy votes? or to secure alliances with the NDP, that she's the single largest factor driving up inflation on Canadian families. Can we pause for a second there? See, this is the problem with the Conservative Party. Right there. You have a point. You say, will she say that out-of-control spending, borrowing, 
and all this is the problem and we need to reduce this for inflation. Stop there. But then to be like, will she also admit that she's the number one problem? And will she call herself a piece of trash? And will she stand up here and say, I hate myself, Give me, take my job? No, she's not going to say that. Now you've given her the avenue to just be like, well, I disagree with the fact that I'm the problem. Like, you've just given her an out instead of making her look bad. And this is the problem with, you know boomer mindset not essentially not actually just the people <laughs> but the mindset of boomerism it comes at any age it's well you know as long as i've got them in parliament that's all that matters if all, as long mm. as i have my clip that's all that matters and nothing will actually yeah. get done so can we play the rest of that please because now she's got an out to what he was going to say because he just ended it with an insult he, he he can't actually just make a point he has to put it put that in there mr and minister of finance Mr. Speaker, yet again, the Conservatives <laughs> seem to be criticizing a budget that they imagined rather than mouth. the budget we actually delivered. I'd like to urge them to maybe read the National Post, uh, which described the budget we delivered as, quote, prudent and responsible. We don't pay them at all. Pointed out, quote, the efforts to expand Canada's productive capacity and hold the line on spending are welcome, as are the new commitments to defense. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Can we bring up that article, Crazy. Olivia, please? National Post, I guess, federal budget something like that. I want to know who wrote that. It was probably a Canadian... I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it was a Canadian press wire story printed by Post Media, um, who is paid by the government, unlike the people at Rebel News and True North, um, not taking government subsidies. Hopefully there's a pizza magazine out there that isn't, even though most of them are taking <laughs> government money as well. I'd like to run that magazine. But let's see if we can find that article, Olivia, because I'd like to know the source of it and why she's actually... Uh, referencing that. And I noticed that a lot from Doug Ford as well. He will reference uh, newspapers that tried to destroy his family, specifically the Toronto Star, who's at the forefront of the Rob Ford, may he rest in peace fiasco, just constantly hammering him, constantly trying to destroy him. And now he references them, a very openly leftist newspaper in Toronto, he references them when he's got, you know, a good article from them. And, like, that's a good sign that people who are almost openly communist and have writers that are uh, communists, they're, they're citing good things for you. So that must be a good sign. And it's the same thing here. Maybe you should read this newspaper that already agrees with us, and then you'll understand why you should agree with us. Like, Lewis, where are we? Are we ever going to get any answers? Does UK Parliament work the same way, or do people actually answer questions there? Oh, oh, gosh. That's a big ask. It's a big ask and a big question. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's roughly around the same, to be honest. I mean, they're just there for the clips, really. It almost feels like that anyway. Uh, I could be wrong. It's the backbenchers that, um, that are the ones that actually want to get something done. They want to ask the questions and, uh, and, and, you know, not just talk about porn gate, party gate, and beer gate all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, it's you know, there's real issues at hand, uh, and this whole "got you" mentality is just so boring. So like, yeah, yeah, just get on with it, please. I've had enough. They can't seem to actually just talk, and um, you know, no, I'm hoping right. one day in the year 2600 that people will start to be like, "Oh, the Conservative Party is not going to save me. The Liberal Party's." 
and NDP don't actually yeah. care about me. And that brings us to the, the two, right? Yeah. Just quickly, it's two cheeks. As, well, it's it's <laughs> yeah, two say cheeks what you're of the say. same ass, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so British. You knew that was coming. So it British. Is so British, isn't it? Two cheeks of the same ass, mate. And then so, followed you know, by a song and a chant. Two cheeks, two sweet, <laughs> sweet Caroline. Exactly. Da, da, da. The whole street singing it after you know yep. uh, an England World Cup quarterfinal victory or something before they lose. Uh, it'll be a that'll be it's coming home, mate. To be fair, I support England in the international tournaments, but Canada's going to be in the World Cup this time, Lewis. So you friggin' uh, watch out. Really? You friggin' yeah, watch man. out. Yeah, man. You friggin' watch out. <laughs> All right, Krusty the Clown. Um, that brings us to the NDP in Ontario. Last week we discussed all their bad, pla their initial announcements for the election were about what, producer Olivia? They were about, um, for, uh, liberals were about forcing children to get vaccines in order to go to school, and the NDP was free dental care, which of course means your taxes will, may or may not go up because you pay for it. Now the NDP, they're just pumping out, you know, great content. They're just telling the people what they need and what they want, and what's the next thing? Taxpayer-funded sex changes for children. Well, I'm just going to sit back and applaud this, Louis Brackpool. Another Cosman Zerdza, he's on fire today from True North. Taxpayer funding for child sex changes offered an NDP platform. It's what we've all been asking for. We've all been saying, hey, where's the old white lady with the haircut from 1993 to give us ch sex changes for children? There she is. NDP 2022 platform proposes full taxpayer funding for medically induced gender transitions and operations for transgender youth, which of course are just children. Uh, being placated in the platform's health equity word. section, which is of course a word people use when they say give us money, NDP leader Andrea Horvath committed to providing quote, full coverage of transition drugs and medications, end quote, and to make it easier for people, including kids, to access sex change surgeries. Come on kids, get your sex change surgeries. Uh, going to, you want free dental care? Well, you can get your kid braces and then next door we'll get them a sex change. It's all great. <laughs> and pump them full of hormones. Yeah, go on, you like that, don't you? <laughs> this is, uh, this is just a, you know, a far right episode today, Lewis, it going, going, so against, right. going against unlimited spending and uh, child sex changes. It's insane. And I know the NDP is not going to win. I'm fairly certain that Doug Ford's going to win again and, you know, just slightly ruin our province less than the other ones. Um, but I don't know. It's like the NDP wants, so th there's no plan on winning. So it's like, how can we get the children and the far lefties and the social justice warriors to be on our side moving forward. So then we can say, hey, we told you that we'd give you free dental care. We told you that your kid could, you know, uh, cut off their genitals. And so don't blame us. It's the fascist, you know, liberals who we side with and the fascist uh, conservative party that, that's really holding you back from Billy becoming Sally. And I know I always use Billy or Tammy or Sally. It's a it's an old trope from old TV, I think. Lewis, um, I noticed that the nice. Labor Party is making some strides lately. What's the feeling over there? Do they are they gonna, you know, do they have any actual power right now? Are they are they the second in the running? What do you think is gonna happen coming up soon when uh, when Boris has to go to the polls? Well. Um... As we, as some of you might be aware, that Labour managed to gain a lot of council seats in our local election um, mm -hmm. last week, 
um, and it saw them basically turn London completely red. Uh, Westminster's turned red for the first time in history uh, since it was even started up, uh, or the council uh, seat was even started up back in, oh, I want to say 40s. I want to mm -hmm. say them. Probably, it probably isn't. It's probably a lot later or a lot earlier. Um, anyways, yeah, first time in history. So you're going to see a slight shift. Although rural England, um, it didn't actually make that much difference in terms of Labour. Um, a lot of them still stayed conservative or conservative because um, they're not conservative. But um, yeah, yeah, you're going to see this very strange shift. Uh, there's also calls for uh, Keir Starmer to resign um, because, of course, he, he, he's been hammering on with investigations uh, against Boris Johnson uh, and Rishi Sunak and the rest of the party doing um, having parties and drinks during the height of lockdown. Uh, it turns out he was uh, as well. And he was like, oh, hang on a minute. Can we just stop with the investigations? Um, and he said that he would vow to resign. <laughs> fine. Uh, so let's see if he goes. Um, let's see if he uh, <laughs> takes that up because there are photos. I've seen the photos. He was having a curry with a <laughs> with a with a few beers and with some of his colleagues as well. They were having a party, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. So we might be seeing a new Labour leader. We might be seeing a new um, we might be seeing new traction from Labour gaining more seats in the general election. Who knows? Do I think that they will win? Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, I don't think so. Still, I think the, I think the Conservatives will still remain in power, whatever happens. Um, but a lot of the vote has shifted as well to the Liberal Democrats, which pointless. Um, <laughs> and of course, you've got uh, the independent parties who are gaining a little bit. There was a, a, a party, a political party called the SDP, or the Social Democratic Party uh, of the UK, and they're socially conservative but left wing on on, uh, on economics. So yeah, it's it's a very weird mix over here. Um, but they won their first ever council seat over in Leeds, I believe. Uh, and that was a triumphant victory for them because it was an independent uh, new party that had only emerged from William Clouston, who started the party up um, uh, some years back. And uh, they finally won like a, a majority council seat, which is incredible. I mean, finally, I get to see the system actually working for once. Um, so yeah, unbelievable result. Um, so good luck to them, I would say, because, you know, I've, I've met the leader before. He seems like a nice dude. Um, you know, we've done an interview before and he seems all right. Um, obviously, politicians are politicians. You've got to keep your, you know, at arm's length for, for everyone. Um, but yeah, I'll just say good luck to him because it's nice to see some independent parties actually gaining some traction because they seem to be the ones mostly caring for the people and the people's priorities. Um, they're the ones with the grassroots of policy. They want to see some um, real change in the country. So to see something like that is actually um, really good. Um, at the same time, though, with the system and the voting system over here, we use first past the post. I'm not sure about um, Canada. I think it might be a little bit similar. Um, but um, people are wanting change. Um, people are really, really wanting change. So we're not sure actually what's going to happen. Uh, I would I would rather do something a bit like America with primaries. I think that would work a lot better. That's my own personal opinion. But um, 
We're going to see some change, I think, for the good or for the better. I can't say. It's too early. But uh, we're definitely seeing change. Now, Lewis, when you say people are having a curry, is that the food or does that mean a party or has curry become so popular? <laughs> so curry has become so popular in England that you're able to colloquially reference it as a curry. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, just have a curry. Because you don't hear people curry. saying you just came over for a borscht or for a cabbage or something like that. No, no. But you come over to... Um... Yeah, do you want to come over for a curry? Yeah, sounds good. The answer is no. Yeah, nice one. My, my stomach doesn't agree with yes. My stomach doesn't agree ah, with okay. Hey, what shirt Jelly are you wearing? What's mm. the shirt you're wearing? You want to promote the girls so, show here? Sure. Shout out to um, Misunderstood for sending me my Assume My Gender. How'd you get this so obviously. fast? I know, I know I'm about to, you know, know, shill for our store. I know. Uh, it was so good uh, because shipping is so quick. <laughs> it's so quick. <laughs> On the um, rebelnewsstore.com. Um, you know, you can pick up yourself some nice uh, assume assume my gender shirt. There you go. There's some in white there. Um, you know, it's it comfortable. It's soft. It smells a bit funny. I'm yeah, not sure if it's Canada. You're supposed but, to wash clothes when um, they come in the mail. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'll just stick it, them straight on, mate. So do I, but... Yeah, nice one, cat and that. It, uh, you still are supposed to wash them to get the shipping smell out. Um, that just made me think. There is Andrew Says merch coming, which you're all asking for, you know, unlimited questions on it. <laughs> but I think we should have a Lewis and Andrew shirt as well. I'm going to get the powers that be I to design that. And Polo it, shirt. I don't know if we're allowed to have those. Do we have those on the store? Polos? Polos? Polo Olivia shirt. says no. I wouldn't dare question oh. Olivia's reign of terror from behind the glass there. <laughs> um, this kind of goes in line, and maybe we should have said it with the great reset earlier. There's a startup that wants you to live in a cocoon in a pod. Actually, do we have any yes. <laughs> That's a teaser. Do we have any chats to get to, Olivia? Let's throw some up there. See if we got any insults, any love today. King7734, A-hole, Lewis Brackpool, LB Pound, LB, get it now. Um, a pound, but where's pound the a hole? Yeah, but where's the a hole come from? Am I a hole? Yeah, Andrew, you're gonna have to try again, King. I'm sorry. Um, more clear, maybe fun, <laughs> maybe phonetically is the answer here. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, Lewis. Okay, Trini Canadian, once again, um, Lewis, um. Is it goodos? I guess is so. Is that a Canadian term? No. Is that a Canadian term? Goodos? No. Um, goodos uh, for you and Amala for teaming up on Andrew. <laughs> he keeps pushing you around. <laughs> P.S. We do not hate you. Canadia loves you. Or Canada. Canadia. Oh, gosh. Sorry. That's Canadia. That's blasphemy, that is. <laughs> Canadia, bruv. Thanks for watching that episode. No, it's a great episode. Especially, you should li yeah. if you listen on the... Uh, the podcast it's really good too but if you i know spotify is video now i'm not sure if ours is doing that yet but if you listen see here's the thing with spotify and listening to the podcast episode you get the full version of the, the paywalled version but uh. but lewis if you don't have the video paywall version on rebelnewsplus.com and or rebelnews.com slash andrews underscore says or andrew says tv.com <laughs> then you will not get to see a picture of lewis when he was at his prom in his emoist of states. And I wouldn't dare show yeah, it to you. you. Maybe I'll show it to you next week, but there's still time to sign up for Rebel News Plus uh, and see Lewis as a 17-year-old communist 
at prom. He basically looks like he's in the band My Chemical Romance or something like that. I'm not okay. And he wasn't okay. He was not okay, the narrator said. So maybe some Lewis and Andrew merchandise, a t-shirt with a Union Jack Canadian flag. And um, cool. and uh, cool. us holding hands or something. California Startup <laughs> is offering... They want you to sleep in a cocoon-like pod for 14 residents in a house. I don't know if, why you'd have to sleep in a pod to live in a house, but that's basically yeah. concealed bunk beds inside one room. So I guess maybe somebody in a hazmat suit comes and gives you your frozen meal every day. Um, escape soaring rents and real estate prices. So whoever invented this is scum. Um, I know you... Th- <laughs> Um, I know the positioning of the marketing is, oh, escape soaring rents and real estate prices. No, it's how many people can I cram into a single space and make you pay lots of money for it instead of building yeah. more houses, which would lower the price of all houses. Yeah. If they just built more houses and more houses were available, then there'd be more competition to buy houses or rent houses, and the prices would go down. But instead, what you have, mm-hmm. Lewis, black pill, white pill moment here, what you have is, is foreign mm-hmm. investors buying up a lot of property and the builders saying, let's just build townhouses and cram more people into that, or yeah. let's just build condos, Correct. or we'll just buy this house and rent it out for 10 years so nobody can ever own it. That's the problem. Now, get in the pod. (laughs) Get in your damn pod and shut up. (laughs) Eat your bloody bugs, you nuisance. $2,000 a month. You get your daily bug quota. Um, You can have high-speed internet, though, shared with six people. (laughs) And until you start your OnlyFans, then there's no way out. Here's your introductory. By the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, here's your introductory package to the metaverse and your login for your OnlyFans account. Now pay for this, <laughs> and I'm gonna go back downstairs, or probably upstairs. I'm gonna go back upstairs, and you guys just ring the bell if you need me. Oh, by the way, your rent, your rent yeah. is late. By the way, fur is murder. That doesn't get said as much anymore. People don't really care about fur coats anymore. No, no, yeah, that's the fur thing is just sort of gone. It really is. How Weird. much time do we have left here? Ten minutes or so, Lewis. Um, do we have any more any more chats to insult us with? Suggestion, Canada. Can we ever have a live stream of Lewis and Abby, even if it will be taped for later? What is this? You think you're just going to bump me yeah. for my own slot? What the hell is going on I'd like here? To. I'd like that. I'd like that. The problem think, is, is Lewis well, gets the up. The time out. difference. Yeah, the time difference is insane. See, with Ian Miles Chong, he doesn't sleep. He runs on a CPU hybrid system. You know, uh, where he gets <laughs> one cord in his back of nutrients and another one of like solar energy, so he can stay up. No one knows when he sleeps, really. Um, but Avi, more of a traditional person, I believe, when he, it's around 5 p.m. when he wakes up our t- Eastern time. So then in order for him to be on the live stream, that would mean he'd be doing it around 2 or 3 in the morning his time. And I don't think you want a pre-recorded live stream because then we can't read chats. It's not as fun. And uh, I think I say, I say, give the people what they want. You know what, Lewis? I say give... Give, you know what? Give, Lewis? The, give the viewers I've had enough. what they want. I've Abby, had enough. Avi, if you're watching, he's not. let's do it. Let's get it set up, and then we can bully Andrew for the entire a three-way, Are you suggesting a three-way show with me, <laughs> you, and uh, Avi? I'll wear this again as well. This is going off the rails. Gender, going, it's going right off the rails. 
Now I don't know what stories we have left because the sheet is gone. Oh, Soaring Eagle, $25. Lewis, can't wait for oh, the wow. Great Reset. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. No, thank you. Thank you for the, for the donation. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to show you guys. It's going to be fun. Oh, I say it's going to be fun. It's going to be depressing. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's extra knowledge, so that's fun. That who, aspect of it. Who fun. did that voiceover yeah. for that trailer? Do we know? That was Cat and Nat. Really? That yes, was two, it was. First of all, I didn't know that it was two different people. Secondly, I thought it was an Asian woman for some reason. Um... <laughs> Oh, because of the because it showed the the clip of the lockdown. No, Shanghai. Lewis, I just had a feeling. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, okay. All right. Anything well, else back yeah, there? A hundred dollars. Hundred. Wow. Sound the okay. alarm. Can we? Sound the alarm. Wow. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. Freeze, <laughs> Lewis. Can you beatbox? No, I can't. No, you're I don't know about that. that. Again. I don't know that about was, that. Uh, that was pretty no, good. No, I'm just look, King, right? Okay. Seven, seven, three, four, one hundred. One. We, I, I think dollar dues. Historic. This is a historic live stream donation. We've got to give this all. We okay. do. Lewis, looking sharp today, but for the love of God, show a hole some mercy. That guy could not pick up. If there was a hundred dollars under his foot, as for pound hole, your reputation Why? precedes you. No, just Thank gotta get the trouble. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Thank you very much. I am excited. This is great. Wrong. Wrong. Thank you. You are basically Justin Timberlake, Lewis. If you're gonna bust bust into beatboxing, remember that era of Timberlake where he's just like, I can beatbox now. Like the never-ending jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, Lewis. Okay. Yeah. No, just he, he had never-ending jeans that were all ripped. Yeah, nineties, isn't it? The so. dried noodled hair. Any more? Are we ending on? The, oh. <laughs> Fraser oh, wow. McBurney says my new name for Antifa is the Borg because they dress in black and act like vandals. That's pretty accurate. You know, I was saying pretty yesterday accurate. that um, two years ago, I think I planned on, I said, I'm going to watch every Star Trek movie starting from the Next Generation movie onward until the new ones because everybody says the new ones are so good. But uh, in the very first one, I got to the part where Whoopi Goldberg showed up, and that's as far as I've gotten to date. <laughs> To be fair, I've been watching the original ones. Um, some of them are really bad. Yeah. Like you've got who's that geezer from um uh William from Back Shatner? To the Future, the old guy. No, um, no, no, no. Christopher um, Lloyd who plays the doc. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd playing a Klingon is <laughs> funny. So, you know, I definitely I definitely watch that. It's, uh, I think it's the search for Spock. We're it? always we were still in a search for Spock. We still haven't found him the Spock yeah. within us, that is. Yeah, the within. You Something know, physiological. There. Are we yeah. done, Olivia? Oh, what a day. Oh, and another here. one. Go ahead. What a day. Right. Fraser, <laughs> once again, the new LG, LBGQ plus mm -hmm. uh, press secretary, Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Uh, from what pool did she come from? Um, uh, what is that? Percent are, is it? Is it? One percent? I don't mark know. Percent. One percent? <laughs> A gay, half a female, 10% are black. Um, that's why she's a press sec. 
Um, I, I, I'm going to hand the floor to you to answer this because I don't know. Because it's a crime in your country to this. question this. Um, Basically, I get arrested. The new press. Um, so best not. The new press secretary is a gay black woman, and she basically calls everyone racist. Tucker Carlson had a great segment ah. on it last night. She's called. Like, there's too many people to name. Ron DeSantis, Trump, of course. All these people she's called racist. She's got, like, a laundry list of it. And for some reason, her being gay and black helps her in her position somehow. I have no idea. She's all about the oppression Olympics, and that's basically all I can say about that. But, uh, you know, I just am reminded of how they treated every Trump press secretary. Oh! Yeah, yes. calm down. How they treated yes. every... Pro Trump press secretary, they treated them like dirt, even though I think objectively Kaylee McEnany was the best press secretary of all time. She had her notes with her dividers in it, and she said, would say, oh, is that what you mean? And then she'd flip open, well, you said this two months ago in this article, and that's why you're wrong. It was great television to watch, and now we just had, you know, Jen Psaki, who's actually Mark Zuckerberg, you're not fooling me. Um, she's, she's getting her own MSNBC show, which I'm sure... Millions will watch, even though nobody watches anything really? on MSNBC except for Rachel Maddow. Um, so we look forward to, you know, hopefully this woman will not play her uh, race Pokemon card um, and her gen. I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I love identity politics checkboxes. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love ticking. What is this new the more bit? I get to tick. This bit where you're, you're. This is basically you're stealing my shtick here, Lewis. Am I? Aren't what, you? sarcasm? Yeah. I think that's universal, mate. It's not. Aren't you? Meta irony. Like. Yeah, drink, <laughs> drink, your, drink you. your unflavored soda water or something. I do like an advert. <laughs> Any more paid chat, producer Olivia? One more. Surely not. I had another one. Okay. All right, shall I do this one? You Pretty shall. Canadian once again, thank you very much. Uh, I will repeat myself till I'm blue in the face. These leftists, uh, Andrea Horvath, have I said that right? That's the woman from um, the NDP, and, yeah. Ah, and company are plain and simple. Can I say that? I don't I think, mean, I'm, I'm sure I, you can I, say the word, pedophile. Um, sure. This is somebody else's um, words. You're just reading it. Don't worry, Lewis. The okay. bobbies are coming. The bobbies are knocking this on the door. This is the thing, door. mate. I don't want another non-hate crime incident to go down on my record. So, you know... <laughs> Thank you for all the people. Because you're not chats. allowed to... Go ahead. So I was going to say that you're not allowed to, like, you know, go against uh, them. They, them, them, sir. Just in case they... <laughs> Lewis, so, while, so, I, you know. while I say goodbye to everybody, you think of the song of the day. You got about a minute to say it. Thank you, for, or to figure it out. Thank you, everybody, for watching on Super U, Odyssey, Getter, YouTube, and Rumble. Thank you for the record-setting paid chats today. Um, still don't know what a-hole and pound-hole means. You're going to have to super chat us next week about that, too. <laughs> Rebelnews.com slash livestream is where you get the daily feed, the best feed that we're hosting the stream on primarily. And, of course, you can click on the Andrew Says tab to find my amazing episode tomorrow, which is John Doyle and a YouTuber, Hunter Avalon, debating clashing heads. It's about diversity. You're going to want to watch it. And then Lewis Brackpool's docu-series with the help of Keen Simone, producer Efron and writer Dave on um, The Great Reset is coming very, very soon to a screen near you, I will say. Thank you to all the producers in the back, the Olivias, the Daniels, the Efrons. Um, final words, Lewis? And what is the song you've thought of? Yes. Once again, assume my gender. Mm -hmm. like, just assume it. So don't worry about it. Don't be, <laughs> don't be afraid. Um, 
So, you know, shout out to Cat and Nat for that. Um, the song of the day that I'm going to go for is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. You're because... so lucky he's British. Because he because? is British, yes. How do you say that word? Because, because it's crazy out there. Because. 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 There you go. Thank because. you, everybody. Thank you. Because, guys. I'm Clive Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for watching. <laughs> rebelnews.com slash live stream. We appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful day. Stay tuned for all the wonderful content. We're pumping stuff out that you don't even know about that's coming. That's very exciting. See you next week. Across the Pond with Andrew Lewis. Well, I'm Clive Anderson. This was Whose Line Is It Anyway? So happy. Those shirts. Lewis, you gotta wear that shirt. <laughs> you just showing up on screen one day in that shirt <laughs> and act like nothing's wrong at all. <laughs> Peace out.